Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Delay a Game. We're going to take the time out to go over the last few games of the Eastern Conference Finals and then give a little preview about the finals that we have now known the two teams, the Golden State Warriors and the Boston Celtics. So stay with us for a brief minute, and we're just going to start going over the Eastern Conference Finals that recently ended. I want to thank all the listeners and the supporters. Thank you for keeping the check-in. I ask that you subscribe, like, if you like the content. If you just want to comment, share your own opinions, feel free to do so. Um, I'm sorry to see the Miami Heat go home. Not surprised because I knew that the Celtics were the better team. It was obvious that they had the talent. They, they, they just had a, a deep team. And I felt like Miami was having difficulties with their injuries and just they just didn't have as much talent as the Celtics did. But I cannot go any further and not give Jimmy Butler his credit for game six and seven. That man played his heart out and I think was trying his best to will that team to victory. Because the truth is Kyle Lowry has his ups and downs but hasn't been the same since he hurt his hamstring. We saw Tyler Hero go down. He even tried to give it a go in Game 7, but was out the second half. So, we've seen some struggles. We've seen it. I I hate to say Jimmy Butler was was pulling the heat along. Um, They they weren't offering much assistance consistently. So, given this performance in Game 6, I personally didn't. I, I thought Jimmy Butler would give it his best, but I wasn't sure what it was going to be. And the fact that he played the entire Game 7 is is amazing to me. I, I think he's the only reason they were still in the game. His performance in the second quarter, I think he had 15 or 17 points in the second quarter. That performance alone, if it wasn't for that, that would have been a blowout. And the Celtics would have won handily. The fact that they were even in it in the fourth quarter, you can tell... You could you could tell Jimmy was gassed. You could tell he was running low on energy, but he kept trying. He was still active on defense, and his team rose to the occasion to some extent and was supporting him. Even to the point watching that last second three he attempted when they were down by two. I'm not mad at him, and they even made the reference that he made a similar shot early in the game. So I don't even think it's weird that he took the shot. You could just tell he was gassed. You could, you could just tell. He didn't have the same lift in taking the shot. And when I saw it, when I saw him stop to take it, I didn't think he was going to make it. Um, He looked like he was trying to will the ball in the basket. And he just looked like he didn't have any, he didn't have it in him. So my heart personally broke because I wanted Jimmy to be successful. I wanted Jimmy to make it to the finals and possibly get a ring. But I don't think he had much left. I don't think he had that much left in the tank. So I will give the Boston Celtics credit because they did what they had to do. It might not have always been pretty. It might also be inconsistent. But at the end of the day, they pulled it through and they won this series. So that being said, now we, we get to the finals. We get to the Warriors versus the Celtics. Um, shout out to Steph for winning the... Western Conference MVP and Jason Tatum from winning the West, the Eastern Conference MVP. But now we're at the finals, and I think it's definitely going to be an interesting series because I think the Celtics can match up well with the Warriors, but the problem is from what I've seen from the Warriors, 
they've also been somewhat inconsistent. I think they're more consistent than the Celtics, but we've seen moments where I think either they play down to their competition or they get a little laxed, which a lot of teams do. Um, but I think they get a little too laxed, and certain teams you shouldn't give that opportunity or momentum to. But for me, at their best, I think the Warriors have this clear in the way. I think they should win this possibly in six games. I don't know if it'll go seven game. I wouldn't be surprised, but I think in six. The Celtics concern me because they have the ability to do it. They have the talent to do it, but they just have moments of inconsistencies, especially when we look at Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. We see games where Tatum will have a great game. He'll, he'll have... You know, 30-plus points, and you can see the levels of impact in his game from assists and rebounds and points. And in other times, we see him struggle. And sometimes it doesn't even seem like a rhyme or reason. It just looks like he's struggling. The same thing with Jalen Brown. Um, and if we look even at Marcus Smart, part of the reason that he got in the game because Marcus Smart taking, started taking some interesting shots instead of playing team basketball. So, for me... I can't say they're inexperienced in the sense that they've been together for a while, but maybe they're inexperienced of being in this type of situation. Because this is it. This is their first finals. I believe this is the first Eastern Conference. Well, I know this is the first Eastern Conference final they won. And I believe they went to two or three other ones previously. So, this is their first time getting over the hump. But I definitely think, compared to the Warriors... You know, for the fact that I think they've been to six finals before this one. And one, four. Experience is two different things. So I, I think it could be a good series. I think the Celtics definitely need to get some consistency and reliability in their performance. But I'm still going with the Warriors personally. And I think I would have went with the Warriors regardless. As much as I was rooting for the Heat and Jimmy Butler... They had no chance to me of beating the Warriors. I think they would have made it competitive given they're just a a team that plays hard. And I feel the same way about the Celtics. They play hard. They play disciplined at times. Um, But I I do think it'll be a hard series for them to beat the Warriors outright, barring any injuries. Barring any injuries, I think it'll be hard for them to beat the Warriors. So time will tell and we will see. It definitely is a chance for the Celtics to steal game one. I think they do have somewhat of an advantage because the Warriors could come out rusty or they could come out overconfident because even the sense of Draymond Green having the nerve to say we're facing the Celtics in the finals before game six even happened, eh, you very rarely see that from athletes kind of kind of counting the cart before the horse. You don't really see that. So for him to go out on that limb, I think there's a level of arrogance they have to them right now. And I think the Celtics having some momentum. Because I think the the way they play, they don't necessarily need a break right now. They need the momentum. I think with the momentum they have going into game one, there's a strong chance if the Celtics play disciplined basketball, they could steal a game. And when I say disciplined, I mean they, they have to execute in the late fourth quarter. They have to stay patient. And disciplined under five minutes in the fourth quarter. Because I believe that'll be where this game is decided. And that is where they can hopefully still game one. Because Golden State doesn't necessarily get rattled when they're losing. And I think they're disciplined enough to believe 
from coaching and the camaraderie they have with their team that if we stay disciplined, we can make a run at any point in time in this fourth quarter. We can put some shots together and some defensive stops and actually come back and win this game. I think they always believe that. I think the Celtics we've seen during this playoff run at times can become undisciplined and let teams come back in the games they shouldn't be in, i.e. Game 7, where they let Miami a little back in. I think they need to stay disciplined and execute correctly, and we could see the Celtics still Game 1. But regardless, like I said, I still feel like the Warriors are going to win the series, and we're going to see Steph finally get his finals MVP, hopefully, barring the Clay Thompson explosion. Um, in reference to me saying how this was going to be a short episode, I'm not going to delay it any further. The thing that's on my mind and a conversation that's being had is Steph Curry's legacy. And I think we talked about it a little bit in one of the previous episodes, but I want to address it from a different perspective with the conversations that I've been hearing about Steph Curry becoming or moving into the top 10 best players ever if he wins a championship in the finals MVP this year. And I want to take the time and say I love Steph Curry. I am a fan. I think he's revolutionized the game. I think he is great at what he does. I also feel like that Mark Jackson was one of those people that was ahead of the curve and saw something great in him and Clay. Steph Curry is, is accomplished a lot of things. Back-to-back MVP, the unanimous MVP, multiple championships. Um... He's also had some struggles in the playoffs, but that's irrelevant. He has cemented a legacy that he's only adding to. With that being said, if he's able to win the ring this year in the finals MVP, I think it will cause us to look at him in a better light, especially given the Kevin Durant run. I think it will be very helpful. But to say he will become top 10 ever, I think is a stretch. And I'm going to review this list that they've put together in reference to who the top 10 players are. And I don't know where he fits. So let's have fun. Number one is Michael Jordan. Number two is LeBron James. Number three, they have Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Number four, Bill Russell. Number five, Magic Johnson. Number six, Wilt Chamberlain. Number seven, Shaquille O'Neal. Number eight, Larry Bird. Number nine, Tim Duncan. And number 10, Kobe Bryant. They have Steph on this list at number 13. Which I I think it's fair. Um, They have Oscar Robinson at 12. Hakeem Olajuwon at 11. Now, matter of opinion. They have him better, one spot better than Julius Irvin. I disagree, but could just be a matter of my opinion. Go Sixers. And the point I read the first 10 is because who do you take out? I was watching various sports takes, and they felt like, well, one person commented, maybe Larry Bird should be out the top 10 for Steph Curry. No disrespect to Steph. I'm not taking Larry Bird out of the top 10. Not off of just this championship and this and. This finals MVP. What Larry Bird did in his career, you have to do more than that for me to to just not consider him a top 10 player anymore. Maybe if he won back-to-back, but that would still be a hard argument. And and as far as these other players, 
Tim Duncan, I think, does not get enough credit for being one of the best power forwards to ever played a game. Um, so for him to be that low, I also think is interesting, but it's neither here nor there. As far as the rest of this top five, you're not taking anybody out. I mean, if you want to try to pose the fact that Bill Russell shouldn't be in the top 10 at 15 points and 22 rebounds a game, that's up to you. Me personally, with his current resume and if he wins a championship this year, I don't see where he's coming into the top 10. I don't. Now, if you're ranking guards, sure. We can maybe go top five guards. I mean, you probably can make a case for a top three guard. I'm personally still on the train that it, or point guard. I'm still on the train that it's Magic and Isaiah. But, sure. That's a different argument. But to say he should be top 10 of all time, are you taking LeBron or Jordan out either? Will or Kareem? Kareem's still the number one scorer in history. Most points. I don't know if you could take Steph Curry out for that. So, for those who's ready to jump on the Steph train, <laughs> ready to say he's top 10 or top 5 ever, I think they need to slow down. I think we need to have some more time. I think we need to be more patient. He has some career left. He still has his team intact. And and the Warriors have done a good job of drafting. They have young talent. So, let's see what he's able to do as his career continues. Because I don't think he's leaving Golden State and I'm pretty sure that team is probably under contract. So he'll have another run at it next year and maybe the year after. But let's just slow down on the accolades that we try to post on people. And I, I like I said, I think he's great. In my opinion, he's not top 10. And I, I just, I think that the modern times, we just... We very much like to have revisionist history. I I saw a post today where basically they said who you have between two versions of of teams from like 2011 and the current 2021 NBA first team. The first team this year was Luka, Giannis, Tatum, Joker, and Booker. Cool. No problem. They said who you got in comparison to the 2011 All-NBA First Team of Dwight Howard, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Chris Paul, and Kobe Bryant. I'm pretty sure Kobe was either just off a finals visit or winning a championship. Dwight was not too far off from his finals visit. I think the Heat were on the way to their first finals. I believe Kevin Durant was maybe a year away from making it to his final, and Chris Paul and the Clippers were on the roll. We got to stop. I love the modern game. But if we're going to compare those starting five to the one in 2011, it's not even close. And the same thing with Steph. He has time. Maybe in two or three more years, this conversation will be different. And maybe he will be top ten. But we can't keep discrediting the players that laid the groundwork and that were great in their era. These players were great in their era for a reason. Just because there's more money in the current game, and some people say it's more talented, they were great in their era and dominated. The 80s and the 70s was no joke. So I'm just saying, let's give Steph more time. Let's give the Warriors more time before we're ready to crown him top 10 all time. So I'm saying.
So I, I thank y'all for tuning in. This ain't going to be long. I hope you enjoyed my opinions, but, you know, buckle up for the finals. I think it'll be a great series to watch. I personally don't think you should miss any of the games. I think they'll all be great in their own right and all be great basketball. So sit back and enjoy the games. We'll talk about it after game one, the things we've seen and might have seen, and if, if opinions changed. Who knows? Maybe the Warriors come out like gangbusters and it'll look like a sweep or the Celtics could just ball out. Time will tell and we will see. But I thank you again for your support. Checking this out. Following and supporting. Just continue to support as much as you can. I'm just out here trying to experiment and enjoy the things that make me happy. And part of that is sports. Getting outside of your comfort zone to do the things that make you happy and share with other people on your journey. So enjoy the rest of your week, and until next time.